My name is Grayson. And my name is Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Elijah. Stardust reference, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, yeah, this is Elijah. He is a Whoopsie. Um, I'm a little bit of a Whoopsie. I'm half Whoopsie. You're a Whoop. <laughs> I'm a Whoop. <laughs> I'm a Woo. <laughs> um, we are bringing you live from a record in front of a studio audience. Yeah. The Unreal Podcast. Can thank I, you, guys. Thank you, guys. Cue laughter. We're going to talk about our first Alamo roulette pick, which was Stardust, chosen oh, yeah. by our anti-coworker. I'm sorry, anti- our ex-coworker, former. Elizabeth. <laughs> former anti-coworker. <laughs> You're just antithet- antithetical to everything. Our former Elizabeth. Um, so we're going to talk about Stardust. We're going to talk about a Blue Beetle and Blue Beetle. how important representation still is in this day and age. And um, Ruby Rose's disgusting hair and <laughs> Meg. That's the highlight. Yeah, that's the main thing to take away. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll watch the Meg too soon. Yeah, once it comes yeah. out, watch it again. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, enjoy the episode. Yeah, enjoy. We were talking about musicals. Musicals. I went through, I was telling you how it was like, for me, it was a goth phase, but it was musicals. I was, my phase was musicals. And I, I got didn't really I never had theater. that phase. I, I never had that face either. I didn't get to act or anything. I already told you. You're made for acting, now. though. I know. I was made to act. You're made to act. Uh, I know. I, I'm not. You're the I face of a young Chris Pine. Oh, that's really sweet. Oh, you're, and you're not the first person to say that. So today. Today's a little different than other so, days. Yeah, we're doing a different, different. Uh, what's it called? Format. Yeah. A different format. format. Well, see, normally we we meet to record. Yeah. And then we watch a movie after. Yeah. And we are going to do that today. But today we... we we made a promise to y'all last time. Mm-hmm. We were going to do our little movie roulette, Alamo movie roulette. Yeah. We the did. Next 25 weeks is going to be Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of weeks. We, yeah, we, our new format. So, yeah, so we actually met before the podcast, watched a movie, which this works for me. If you want to do this for the roulettes, watch them before the podcast. Yeah, that way was, we come into it, it fresh. It was fun watching Stardust. It was a lot of fun. We watched a lot of fun. A lot of fun. For those of y'all that missed last episode, we are, we did Stardust. Yeah, we're doing a movie roulette from movie our roulette. friends and coworkers at our job yeah. where they gave us a movie. We pick a number that movie's assigned mm-hmm. and we watch that movie for the week. Mm-hmm. We do a little review on it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Elizabeth. Elizabeth actually doesn't work with us anymore. No, she Elizabeth she left moved us. to DC to, DC to be a, a corrupt politician. Yeah. So Full of corruption. She got a lesbian haircut and moved to I'm New so York. I'm so proud of her. DC, sorry. Yeah. She's so slay though. She is. I love the haircut. I miss Beth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Both the Bethapalooza. Yeah, you missed that too. Yeah, I did miss that. It, to, if y'all are listening, I'm so sorry. I miss y'all. Fake. I that shift was <laughs> fucked up. You can ask any manager. Any manager. I went home. I my fell apart like a little like a a little doll. I was just for real. Yeah. Usually we come in. Usually we come in. Record. Record and watch a movie. Oh shit. And it's we talk about movies. Yeah, and we talk about movies. You know today. We are going to A. Talk about movies. B. Talk about Stardust. Talk about Stardust. We're going to kind of deep dive this film. Yeah, we're going to. And today's a little different because we've already been hanging out. We watched Stardust, so we're fresh off the heels. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going to record it. Yeah. And I feel better. I feel ready to. Yeah, talk. usually I when like I we... see you from the podcast days, I come to your house to pick you up and we come straight here. And like both yeah. of us are still asleep. Both of us have just woken up. But just we like, have been up for a while. Yeah. Um, a lot of coffee in my system. Yes, I don't have enough. No food though. We should. We should. We should eat have eaten. Next yeah. time we'll get breakfast. Yes. Oh, we can bring. Make you have to bring burritos, or we could make it. We can. We oh, can. you hate eggs. 
I don't have to eat eggs, though. I'm going to expose you. This man hates eggs. Yeah, and I stand by that. I love eggs. I know I'm an egg fan. I know. You're wrong for that. I, I think I'm valid. All my egg haters rise. <laughs> <laughs> Egghead. Um, um, egg so, like, Grayson, what have you watched since I last saw you? Which, oh, honestly, you didn't you didn't like Blue Beetle. I haven't yet. And we, we can talk about that together for sure. I have um, a lot of thoughts about Blue me Beetle. Me too. So, last time we, we saw... We watched the... Wait... We watched the Meg. The Meg, Resident which was Evil. funny. Both of those were together. Yeah, I watched Silence by myself, and then Bad Times at the El Royale by myself. Uh huh. I watched Blue Beetle together. Yeah, most watched, of our movies this week have been. Together. We usually watch movies together. Yeah, I watched Evil Dead Rise. We watch. Um, I watched Near Dark, but I fell asleep with Zach. You fell asleep because I love we were drunk dark. and we had gotten tacos, and mm-hmm. it was like four, and he put it on, yeah. and I was out, and then he fell asleep yeah. too, and then we watched this movie called Fried Berry. It was, it was interesting. It's a South African movie. Cool. Uh, and then Blue Beetle, yeah. Um, oh, we just, I got to log Stardust, too. But. Yeah. I need to log Blue Beetle. I need to log Stardust. I'm usually really bad about... I was going to say good about it, but I'm really bad about like pulling up Letterboxd and just immediately typing it. I think it's oh. a bad trait. <laughs> yeah. You wasn't going to do that. I mean, but I mean, like, you always do it like that eventually. Um, yeah, I'll get to it. I, so, have, I have a lot to say about Blue Beetle. Do you want to start with Blue Beetle? Uh, no, let's go in order. Let's go in order? Okay. We the watched Meg. the Meg. We watched the Meg because we were going to watch the Meg too, and yeah. we didn't. We didn't. Well, we couldn't find anything to could. watch. Yeah, we were like, eh, we couldn't pick anything. Oh, because one of our friends, should not be named, canceled <laughs> last minute, which is okay. Uh, they canceled after the last minute. <laughs> they didn't respond. Speaking of friends, I should text him <laughs> that we're doing that tonight. Yeah. I already queued it up. Still on for Bond. Um, but Spiders. we ended up watching the Meg. The Meg. The and Meg. for so long, I put off watching this movie because I knew it was going to be stupid. But The Meg 2 looked fun. And I'd heard that The Meg was a little more boring, the first one. Um, and I sort of agree. I give it a solid two and a half. I give it two. But I give it a heart, too. I didn't I give it a heart. Jason, Jason Statham was really fun. He was fun. He was hot. He was great, yes. He's buff. He may be less scared of potentially balding in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, when you, I look well, at I think him, if your I'm body's like, hot and you yeah. can pull off anything. Yeah, when I look at him, I'm like, oh, it could it could be okay. Yeah, things could be okay. It's like uh, similar to like um, uh, Stanley Tucci in God of War. You know, the guy in God of War. Yeah, or Stanley Tucci is a good one. I feel like it's two different. It's like hot, sexy, bald, or yeah. like everyday sweet man. Everyone loves yeah. bald, like Stanley Tucci. Yeah, but he's hot, sexy too. Oh, that's his secret. Is that it's because he's confident. Yeah, just because they put him in spectacles and like a collared shirt doesn't make him just an every guy. You know what I mean? I mean Look up Stanley Tucci. I mean that guy is sweaty. But the Meg, I here's how I'd put it. It, the most interesting part is the first thirty minutes. Yeah, and everything after that is is uh, just kind of a boring Jaws knockoff. It's also doing some uh, what Deep Blue Sea kind of. Yeah, it's, I mean it's kind of hard to like make a shark movie that's been done. Yeah thousands of times any different yeah it's just i think this has a bigger budget than most movies do yeah it becomes just like like it feels like they didn't know what to do with the script after the rescue after the rescue submarine rescue in the first act and that part is really fun it's compelling you care about the characters you care about what's at stake um and i think they thought oh if we pull it out of the abyss it'll be more there'll be more at stake more yeah. lives and yeah. stuff and that's the whole point of the movie right but strangely it's so much more interesting to be in this strange unknown environment with these these ancient creatures give us more of that you know um 
Kong Skull Island Love. had the a, a great monster movie. And why is it so good? Because it has all of these other monsters that you're like, it, it, it builds out this world in small ways. It doesn't yeah. give you a lot of answers. There's giant spider, bamboo leg spiders. Except for the, the, the series? The skull with yes. Kurt Russell and yes. Russell. Oh my that God. Was good. I'm getting Apple TV again. Oh my God. Yeah, I already have it. I'm, I have I'm it, really excited but I cancel it because I don't ever watch it again. But I love it, but I hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before that comes out, that's since November, right? I think so. Before that comes out, we should watch um, all of them. Put them on your put them on our yeah, franchise put them on our list. list. I love and Con- the guy who did Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. He's directing the Metal Gear Solid movie. Mm, that's right. I think you told me that. I'm excited for that. Um, if it was in anyone else's hands, like, I'd say no. But after Kong Skull Island, which yeah. was a lot of fun, I wish I saw yeah. it in theaters. I think I did. I saw it. I did at see home. it in theaters. It was scary. I did a double feature that night. The spider part scared the shit out of me. Oh, to be yeah. honest, it's oh, very yeah. scary. Um, and it's one of Brie Larson's best roles. Yes. And I, I love Peter Jackson. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston was hot in that. I, that's the only time I've seen him and gone, yeah, he's hot. Every other time I'm like, he was eh, sweaty. it's not for me. I like a sweaty man. Um, you heard what, it here first. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the Meg just kind of fell <clears throat> off a little bit, in my opinion. I, I became disinterested. But I heard the Meg 2 is better than the first Meg. I really want to see it. It looks fun. So I'll have to watch that too eventually. Yeah, it, does, it looks very fun. Um, I wanted I wanted them to be gay. I've heard in the Meg 2 it's a lot gayer. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll see. Jason Statham needs to play a gay guy. And I need to be the other guy. Do you uh, have any thoughts on the Meg? Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I think the last act did fall off. Right. It lost a lot of steam, I mm-hmm. think. Because it was more scientific and kind of like... Yeah. Kind of more creature feature. Because it had like the under... And like, mm-hmm. it was... I mean, they had some cool shots where it like... It like they lit up from underneath like the geyser yes. stuff. And you saw all the... Um, yeah creatures and the bubbles i'm like that was cool cool and then then really ruby rose started that. talking and i was oh, like god she's terrible her hair in this the- <laughs> i couldn't stop talking about it because her hair looked terrible it looked like you know in um something about, is it something about mary no with cameron it's diaz? uh it's also with cameron diaz but it's not something about mary it's um the one with ben stiller is that something about mary it's not the one where she's special needs oh my god Movies back in the were crazy. Let me see. It's the one where he zips his balls up in the fucking. So, <laughs> he gets his beans in the zipper, and they have to call the firefighters. Great, it's very funny. Cameron Diaz and Matt Stiller. Yeah, yeah, that's something about Mary. Not the but one with um, Jason Segel in her. No, What's this is one? Matt Dillon. Ruby Rose's hair. Oh, yeah, shit. in there's something about Mary. She, he, he comes on his ear, and she takes it and puts it in her hair as hair gel. On accident, she goes, "Oh, hair gel, great! I've needed some," because he loses the cum shot. You remember? Yeah, I've seen it. Right? Yeah, and so she she takes it off of his ear and stands it up, and yeah. it just stands up really straight, uh-huh. and it looks real. St- it looks like she has his cum in her hair. That's disgusting. Ruby Rose does. It's terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible. It's hair like style. it's like even when she's wet, it's like that. It's like a it's like early two thousands. Yeah, but that's the thing is, it always looks wet. Yeah, and greasy. It's disgusting. Cut it all off. Be bald. She would slay as bald. Honestly, she would. You know she would. If you haven't noticed, Grayson's not the biggest Ruby Rose fan. I don't love her. I, I think she's a bad actor. But <laughs> if you're listening, Ruby Rose, <laughs> as I know you are, <laughs> just uh, you know what? That's that was one of the smartest things they ever did. John Wick Two. They just didn't give her a single line. They yeah, made her deaf. They made her mute. And it made her so or yeah mute. So much cooler. So much cooler. Um. Because she didn't open her mouth and, and deliver a line with just no life. Yeah. She says, oh, there's something we've got to do. You can, it's like, you know how there's like 
buff guys in movies will like be flexing yeah. and you can tell oh, they're yeah. flexing and you're like bro come on be ruby rose does that for being mask like you can feel her trying so hard to be like a mask icon that's who she is yeah that's her career without it she's nothing um yeah do you want to lead us into Resident the next Evil? one so grayson and i we're supposed to start bond but we're postponing it to maybe today if we get a text back from our because of fella um so Grayson and I are starting another franchise journey, Resident Evil, which I've never seen any of these before. Yeah. I've watched the games, never played the games, and I watched Love them play I watched the someone play the games. Um but um Yeah, there's like seven movies in this franchise. Mm-hmm. So but it, the first one was really fun. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with this mm-hmm. one. I know it's I know it's a lot different from the source material mm-hmm. and I know that people a lot of the OG Resident Evil fans had some problems mm-hmm. with it. But me not being a fan I did not care. So it didn't bother me one bit. So I had the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great great way to basically sum it up is that like it, it is different. And that was something that I as a fan of the game since I was little, you know, I own Resident Evil two on the PlayStation One. Uh I've beat it. I've beat the remake of RE two. I love RE two. Um RE one I've played a little bit of. I loved Resident Evil 4, beat that. I haven't beat the remake. I haven't played it yet. I own it. I just have been busy with Baldur's Gate, of course. Um, I just, I love Resident Evil. I wouldn't say I'm the world's biggest fan, but I'm enough of a fan of, of any Capcom game, really, to just have this this burning hatred for Paul W.S. Anderson and what he does to the to the source material that he adapts. I mean, Monster Hunter, don't even get me started. And that one, I will not ever reappraise. But, because he, he's like, let's take this military woman and have her go through a portal in space into the Monster Hunter world. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want oh, Monster Hunter. I remember Give that. Give me something fun. I remember that. That movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just terrible. <clears throat> but um, Resident Evil was... I thought we lost power for some reason. Was like, oh. uh, Resident Evil was a blast. It was and fun. for so long, I'd, it, I'd seen it a billion times on TV, parts of it here and there. My stepmom yeah. loves this movie. So it was just always on. And it was awesome to actually reapproach it and go, you know what? I'm not going to like view it as like an adaptation as much as like, you know, because it's looser than that. It's not the same characters as much. It kind of does its own thing. It's awesome. Yeah. It was cool. It was, it was like the... The zombies were cool. Oh, yeah. I liked... Um, it sounded really dumb the way I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has it's zombies, right? <laughs> but, like, the... It was so 2000s. Very. We kept talking like, about the that. The stylization of it all. Mm-hmm. like In a good way. In a good way. It kind of works for it. And we talked about how back then... And I think we needed the time. I think if I had rewatched this and reappraised it, uh, even five, six years ago, I wouldn't have liked it. But... It being, you know, two decades removed now. That's crazy. More than that. It's uh, 21 years old. God. That's crazy. Um, it That aesthetic I had hated at the time. Mm. That, like, sharp, clean, five-gum. Kind of glossy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like five-gum energy, you know, whatever. It's just... Ugh. Those glossy flashback cuts. Yeah, I just I just hated all of that. And now it, it's it has enough time that it's contained. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I have this appreciation for it. It's kind of like, awesome. I think you have to really appreciate like mm-hmm. decades in mm-hmm. like film because they're all different. Yeah, and they're all have their own impact yeah. on like films now. I think they're all they're. All, I mean, like, was the two thousands the best decade for film? No, no. 
but did they have like as you go back and watching it like they always just feel mm-hmm. like they feel different like watching yeah. I love watching films like oh yeah like that I think they just have a lot of more I don't know they've aged interestingly um, very interesting they have a lot of their own character which is interesting I, it was a great decade for schlock we got yes. a lot of, uh, of horse shit in a good way <laughs> um, and this is a great example like this movie is made with a lot of care and love and appreciation for the craft there's some really cool shots I mean it opens up how do you how do you it's it's the coolest Mission Impossible shot that wasn't in Mission Impossible. It's it's her the the girl the sister who's like grabbing the cure and the thing and it's like and she's like using mech gloves and like it's like zooming in and out. And yeah, 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 it's just really cool. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and I've heard the rest of the series is not good, but I've heard it's better. Some people love. I've heard it's bad, but like. Good, bad, yeah. you know, especially... Um, like trashy, good, bad. People love Afterlife. That's the one. Afterlife That's and... Um, Afterlife and then... Is it Revelations? I don't even know. I don't, There's I don't so many remember. Damn There's a lot of them. But we'll have to... Yeah. But So that's a new journey to watch. I think Grayson and I also it. started a list of every franchise we're going to watch. We did. We finished Mission Impossible. Um, Afterlife and Retribution. James Bond's going to take forever to do. James Bond, yes, but we we aren't sure about doing all of Bond yet. I know we're gonna do. But we probably should. Eventually. We probably should eventually. eventually. I'm down to I'm down to watch them. But uh, we have the well, we we've seen the monkey mm-hmm. ones already, or the apes. Sorry, <laughs> the monkey ones. We've seen. I'm very tired today. We've seen the ape movies already, but I haven't watched them since. And I would I cannot exactly. wait for Kingdom. Exactly. I'm a big apes fan. We're gonna watch all the apes movies though. Yeah, like all the way back. Oh yeah, like bad there's not apes. that many though. Six, I six. thought there were more. So I think it's five or six, right? There's Seven, yeah. There's nine. Planet of the Apes. Uh, under the Planet of the Apes is the second one. Return to Planet of the Apes. Uh, is I that think the Conquest. I think there's also two war. There's war for the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. I love the ape. My parents loved those movies growing up. So sorry. You're good. So um, I keep beating him up. Yeah, he keeps kicking me. Yeah, straight in the face. Planet bitch. of the Apes. Yeah, this one's in order. So. It's actually yeah, Planet lot. of the Apes, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Conquest, Battle for, Behind the, Ignore the Tim Burton, then you have Rise, <laughs> Dawn, War, and then Kingdom. So that's not that's not too many. Only like six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the old ones. And I just rewatched the oh, original. Is it a novel? I'm sure it's based on a novel. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to watch the first one so we can watch the rest together. You just watch that one. But Dawn is a masterpiece, by dude. the way. Oh, racial issues. There are a total of nine, eight films, and the tenth one is coming out. Let's go. Next year. Hopefully. The Tim Burton one has Mark Wahlberg, right? Yes, it does. And the Abe Lincoln. Ape Lincoln. That's so funny. So stupid, dude. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any... We have to rewatch it because we have to. But I think no, we don't. Yes, we, we do. want to. We have to. It's bad. We have to watch. It's it. like not even fun. Bad. It's bad. It sucks, dude. I grew up watching that one. I did too, but I, I haven't it seen it. I haven't seen it since. I, I was a child it as a kid. Anyways, um, and then you watched some solo movies that you want to talk about. Maybe. I did uh, two of them. I watched with Katie. Silence was a rewatch. I Spoilers. love Silence. One of my favorite Scorsese movies. Um, harrowing watch i want to read the book uh a deeply personal movie i 
to say it in short, I watched it at a time where I was leaving the religion that I was raised in, and it was difficult to watch something that's sympathetic to religious people, specifically of that religion, um, especially to missionaries. Uh, it acknowledges them as a, as a force of colonialism, et cetera, et cetera, right? All the things that make me anti, stand against, right? But it also shows them as people of faith, which is really is a really interesting. It's just a really interesting exploration of these themes, of these elements. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. The sound design is amazing. the The cinematography, some of the best like mm-hmm. ever. Uh, deeply underappreciated, underrated. Um, I, Andrew Garfield in it is just astounding it's not adam driver's best role because he's doing a bit of an accent and this man we all know he cannot do accents but he's he's still really good i don't know i just it's such a i think if i hadn't watched this movie when i first watched it i would have been the way the way that i've been describing it is i would have been a ricky gervais reddit atheist for a longer period of time than i was or i'm like fuck religion y'all are all stupid you know instead of just being like oh spirituality and religion are like beautiful things they're part of humanity and the human connection let people live and love and and be etc yeah that's really all i have to say about it it's very beautiful guys Uh, the other one i watched was bad times at the el royale i watched that with katie i've never seen it i watched it years ago i think when it first came out going in i thought it was kind of like a version of like clue or like yeah, Murder on the that. Orient, but yeah. it doesn't really have this like because it, it was it was listed under mysteries. I told mm-hmm. Katie I was like I'm in the mood for a mystery, and uh, it's not really mystery. It's yeah. not really a mystery. Each character they're like a little character case study. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I was going to compare it to another movie, you could almost do like Seven Samurai, mm-hmm. <laughs> like where each character kind of gets their backstory and you get to kind of understand them. Um, and come to know like their origins, their aims, their goals. Chris Hemsworth should take more roles like this. Yeah, reminded me of Mosquito Coast. Uh, okay. Harrison Ford. Yeah, height of his career. Yeah, takes a really risky role where he's in a, a deeply like troubled antagonistic force, and it like is dangerous for their career. Chris Hemsworth he's not a good guy in this he's scary and they poke holes in his image and it's awesome yeah it's great really fun movie <clears throat> i know that the director of this did cabin in the woods yes and i think it's cool that both movies have that play of being mm-hmm. of like behind what right he really is because you know you had in cabin in the woods you have mm-hmm. um the creatures in the cubes and how oh like, yeah like sacrifices for all horror movies oh, yeah. and then this they have like stuff behind mm-hmm. um if i remember correctly there's like Oh, like the El Royale isn't what it seems because it has like isn't there something behind like the walls of that too? Yes. Yes. Okay. As you were saying, there's a, an element of voyeurism. Yeah. Like in, in all of them, where it's like about surveillance and voyeurism and being watched while you're not being watched, which is always interesting movies because any movie, any good movie about voyeurism, is self-aware mm-hmm. that the art of film is an art of voyeurism. You're looking in on constructed lives, things that you shouldn't be seeing. That's why they're so compelling. Um, And I'm a sucker for a film where mm -hmm. like people who don't know each other meet up together. Drew Goddard has written other stuff, but 
like he's not his career kind of died and I think it's because El Royale, Bad Times at the El Royale, really, I think it flopped really bad, I right? No one saw it. I remember seeing the trailers, and they were poorly marketed. Cynthia Erivo, I'd never seen her in anything before. Really? Holy shit. She did great. She's going to be the Wicked Witch. Yes, yeah. she is. She, every she single chance she got to blow me away, she did. She really She's did. Fantastic. She's fantastic. She's, She's fantastic. British. Fuck off. Um, yeah, it didn't even match its budget in the box office. The budget no. was thirty-two million. Oh, and it didn't even make that. It had thirty-one point nine. <laughs> oh, almost. It was very close. It had a lot of people in it. It was a great ensemble. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Bridges, Dakota Johnson. It had. I liked that they had this kind of gimmick that didn't serve a major narrative purpose. You're just always aware of it. Mm-hmm. The the motel hotel is split down the middle, down the middle. across straight state lines. It's I love this that. Big red line, and it even is in the basement. And anywhere they go, there's this big red line. <laughs> And no one will like step on it, except this one girl who like just walks along it, which is very interesting. Dakota Johnson, right? Is that no? It's uh, her sister. Her sister. Yeah. 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 Um, which is interesting because she's like this. She's scary. She's weird in it. Um, she is the new Priscilla Presley. What? Yes. No. In way. the Sophie Coppola movie, that's her. Really? Yeah, the sister. Oh wow, dude! Like, small world. Kaylee, <laughs> Ka- Kaylee Spani, Spani. Yeah, Spinny. Sorry, it's Kaylee. Oh my Kaylee god! Spani. Yeah, she's in. Priscilla. Wow. She is Priscilla Presley. I had no idea. That's crazy. She that is crazy. She's 25. She looked very young in Bad Times. Well, so I guess she would have been. Uh, 25. 2018. This was 2018. She would have been uh, 20. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was young. And they probably filmed in 2017, too. So she was like 19. Yeah. Man, it was uh, it was intense. Jeff Bridges, his character was great. John Hamm was underutilized. He was so fucking funny. The second he said something, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a John Hamm accent movie. He's doing a southern accent. He said something, a few things that really cracked me up, but one of them, at the beginning, he's like, uh, what's your name? And he's, you know, Jeff Bridges is like, uh, Father Flynn. And he goes, Father Flynn, that's... um, that's super easy to remember, alliterative and such. <laughs> Just the way he delivers it, so fucking funny, man. That's I don't know. Movie. I need to watch that movie. I forgot. Definitely go. I haven't seen it. In watch a couple it. Years. Give this man his twenty cents in royalties. <laughs> you know, like it deserves a lot more love than it than it's gotten. There's some interesting shots. It looks great. Um, yeah, I had fun with it. It's fun. It's long. It's a long movie. Longer than it needs to be. Some would um. say. Is that all you watched, those two? Those are my solo movies. Okay. Mine aren't really worth it. Near Dark is one of Zach's movies for, for the Slate. roulette pick, so I'm going to wait to talk about that one. Then I also probably should Until he's on it. it. Yeah, so we'll wait for yeah. that one. Um, I love Near Dark. Blue Beetle. Yes. Blue Beetle. Oh. Our last movie before we get into some real talk. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. I. How much, how much do you want me to, to say? None. None. No, I'm just kidding. You can talk. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just saying about your experience. Because oh, I, I don't know if you're going to talk about that. And I don't know if I should expose you um. or not. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, so I I was excited for this movie. Uh-huh. And I have been for a while. Uh-huh. I know some things about We Don't Know a Ton, but I know some. And so um, I was I was excited. Yeah, the trailers look cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, okay. And then we didn't have an employee screening of it, so I was like, whatever. Um, 
so we we get to the movie and I've heard good things about it. I heard it's really good. Oh yeah. I heard it's like funny and like has the most heart out of any DC movie, which is mm-hmm. not saying a lot. But it's saying That's a lot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um so I didn't really go in like expecting a whole bunch. Wait, what poster did you use? Oh, I chose the Burger King one. Oh. The big belly good. <laughs> um, I was gonna say yeah, but I sat down and like the beginning, the the mm-hmm. f- meaning, the big like triumphant mm-hmm. squirt, chills. Really, smile to my face. Like yeah. I was really excited about this cool. movie, and then. Um, the moment you meet like Jaime and everybody else, yeah. I was just, I felt at home watching yeah. this movie and I know it's kind of cheesy to sound, but like, it was just, it was really like nice to see, you know, Mexican Americans right. on screen. And like, I did get, <laughs> I did get emotional a couple times. You did? I cried. I didn't notice. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I cried, I think like, I think three times. And I didn't expect. I didn't. I mean, I didn't expect. I didn't expect to cry during a hor- like a superhero movie. Yeah. Like that's the last thing anybody's yeah. gonna do. But they really hit some really like because you know family oh, yeah. is really big in my culture, mm-hmm. and um, it's really like, ingrained in you from a kid like how much your child does mean like means to you, how much they sacrifice for like mm-hmm. you and like their kids, right. and so um, I touch about that a little bit. Immigration is a little bit of mm-hmm. a thing, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, the dad, and I love my dad. My dad was like one of my heroes growing up. He still is my hero. Mm-hmm. Like he always take care of me, like take care of me, and take, take, took good care of me. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. And my brother and my mom and the family. And so like, the whole dad, spoiler, the dad yeah. death scene. Like yeah. I don't know. It it just really like hit me in like a wave because like that's like one of oh, my yeah. biggest fears. And then of course they're doing it, which kind of resembles like an ice raid. Mm. Yes. It's like the SWAT oh, team See, came and like uh, stuff like that. So I was like, it kind of, I got chills watching that yeah. scene, and then seeing like that happen, I was like, oh, that, and I didn't expect to cry. I really didn't. Yeah. I just like, I just like start sobbing. Yeah, I heard <laughs> some little sniffles, and I go, oh, I think he's tearing up. And I, I, everybody in the theater, you can hear little sniffles. Everyone's kind of tearing up. I, uh, I even got a little touched by it. I had a little, a little tear in my eye. <laughs> but I look over. Like to be like, oh, that kind of got me. And I look over and his face, the the screen, the light is reflecting uh. off of his face. His face is just wet. <laughs> you just, I've no, you were weeping. I was, it was weeping. Awesome. It was, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, that's. I, but that's amazing. We shouldn't be able to feel things like that in a superhero movie because they're so dead and redundant. And yeah. this one has a lot of fucking heart. Yeah. It's funny as shit. It's awesome. The action scenes are great. George Lopez. George Lopez is carries the movie, some would say. And what's interesting too is like the writing and direction there's actual subtext. There's mm-hmm. conversations to be had and not just in like a Black Panther way where it's like um about intergenerational trauma and like but hey, actually the colonialists are kind of the good guys and everything's fine. Like they kind of dance around the real issues. Blue Beetle takes it head on. They're like Corporations are fascists. Gentrification. Gentrification is a real issue. Um, they, uh, the main villain, spoilers, is a, like, a child who was, like, taken by, everything was taken from him. Uh, it talks about, like, South American conflicts, um, lithium mines. Mm-hmm just major colonial exploitation like in South America, which is under under explored on screen a lot. People don't really talk about those issues, which I think for me, learning about those 
through headlines and also through like history were, were what made me politically the way I am. Yeah. Like they were very radical. Yeah. Like the, I think it's very accurate too. Cause Guatemala, you know, like oh, yeah. Guatemala, like warfare and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like taking kids is a very common thing. Not just only South America, yeah. but the like things we, a lot did, of other countries. things that America has done specifically, <clears throat> but I mean, it has such a long legacy, yeah. but post Monroe doctrine, even like we have like the stories, you know, taking children and, and throwing them up and catching them on bayonets. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, the, the rape and murder and pillaging that happened in South America and is continuing to happen and that we're also still not talking about is just crazy. I mean, we're always looking for a reason to, to break in there and, and do damage. And sure, they kind of, uh, they kind of relieve the, ten- the, the blame from the U.S. government itself and more to, like, corporations. Mm-hmm. They're not entirely wrong. I mean, um, you know, it's really, it's, they did it really well. There's actual subtext as great politics, funny as shit, awesome. Uh, we were talking about the video game references in the mm-hmm. combat. Um, you've got Mortal Kombat, get over here. You've <laughs> got, good. he has a Final Fantasy VII sword. He goes, any weapon? You know, and then crafts <laughs> it. It's like, whoa. And also, I think this might be reaching but it looked like on it was it wasn't just straight up the final fantasy 7 sword it was in devil may cry 4 he gets a a sword Mm -hmm. that is it has a motorcycle engine on it that's cool (laughs) and it has like a clutch yeah revs up and it looked like there was a clutch on it i could be crazy maybe it was just supposed to be a guard i don't know but i was like whoa that'd be be cool if it was yeah it was awesome um and there's a lot of good, nice, a lot of like interesting visuals too. Oh yeah, uh, we talked good. about the field of candles. Mm. That one also made me cry. Yeah, referencing an ofrenda. I also cried to that one too. Um, that scene got me. That, I, that scene, scene, I, I said that scene was dude, tough. Was like, we were movie. all yeah. We that scene <laughs> made me tear up more than the initial scene. Yeah. But what sold me on the initial death scene and was so sad was the sister. She was a great actor. Mm-hmm. She had there was she had no business bringing that much juice to that moment. I, you know, in every other superhero movie, someone dies. It's like, uh, we're sad. Let's be sad and blah, blah blah. This one, they're like, she's like fucking sobbing. She's like falling apart. And then they're like, hey, we don't have time to be sad. We we're 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 used to this kind of shit. Like we yeah. need to pull ourselves together, figure this shit out. Get out. It's awesome. And then at the, at the end, movie. when they finish, she's like, now we can cry. Now we can cry. Ugh, Instead cry of just again. brushing it over like every other superhero <laughs> movie would. Every other superhero movie would just I be think like, it's oh, like, the I think it's movie. also like very, I mean, it's, it's like very, because mm-hmm. of course, the I think the director's Puerto Rican, and like most of the, the mm-hmm. cast is all Mexican and Mexican-American. So like it was really helpful, because like in a lot of superhero movies, like mm-hmm. when it comes to familial issues, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like, I haven't seen my dad, and he left me, or my dad died, or like right. my mom's dead, or like... Um, my mom's the villain or they don't really like stuff like this, but like this, like the family loves each other. Right. And they're there for each other. Oh God, it's really touching. And it, it's, it's just a nice, it's a nice repetition of a family. It is. For once. I cared so much about the family. Cause I they're funny so and they, they have banter and like they mm-hmm. fight. And like, of course, like they're like being the cheesy right. kind of parents who are happy their kid came back from college. Exactly. And, In any know. other uh, superhero movie you have like, the family scenes and like the friend scenes and the normal life scenes, the mm-hmm. alter ego scenes. And it's always like just boring or like played just for comedy. And you're like, okay, let's like get to the action. 
in this movie, the action scenes, I was like, this is cool, but like, let's see some more George Lopez. <laughs> let's see some more of them, like, <laughs> you know, uh, que lo abre, que so, lo abra. So, <laughs> so funny. Right. Or like, um, what, Maria de la Barrio? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was so a fun scene. funny, dude. There's just a, a lot. Chapulin. El Chapulin, that Colorado. Yeah. It was, it was just really, it was really nice. It was, we were laughing the, the whole time. We were like, also like, aw. Like, it was a great theater experience. Brings me to my point. Well, before that, I do want to say the visuals were great. You mm -hmm. could feel the budget. Mm -hmm. You could feel they. It looked nice. That said, my point. Nobody, nobody watched this movie. Yeah. Less than Shazam Two is what yeah. it's made. That's fucked up. No yeah. one saw Shazam Two. I didn't even watch it, and I, I like the first Shazam. This movie has flopped so hard. It could bankrupt Warner Brothers like it's so tough and I'm glad that James Gunn is in charge and is probably gonna commit to this character he said he would he said he's gonna it's the start of mm -hmm. the next DCU or whatever which I don't really care about any of that right this movie it's a shame that you you fuckers let it die and we could blame you know the SAG after strikes yeah that has a big that's a part of it also yeah. we could blame like the fact that Warner Brothers has consistently never put on a good movie in the last this is yeah. their 14th movie that's and, the problem I and think. you kind of when you hit when it's this late mm -hmm. in the game you can't release a good one because no one's gonna watch it because you can't you know what I mean yeah the general superhero fatigue there aren't any DC movie fans left alive the flash probably killed them all after after the Snyder so all they had left was the weird Snyder cult and yeah. and I don't have anything against Zack Snyder you know that but I don't love his movies his cult is weird on Twitter especially and they go and see all of the DC movies because he has some minor involvement in it and once you remove him from it they see it as like a uh, James Gunn is like their mortal enemy and so all of this new phase they've lost everything that they had all of yeah. the fans that they had and I, I think people see this as like part of the last phase and not the start of the next one so people aren't coming to see it they're not excited and and you know what i'm not going to point my finger and say racism but i think you know people didn't show up for this like they did for like other superhero movies they yeah. show up for shazam 2 more yeah the whitest fucking movie ever i mean that did bank on like having more diverse like supporting characters they were diverse but diverse. it felt how do you, how do i put this it, it felt because it felt like a quota in a way, like it felt like, oh, let's have this person, that person, that. It felt wider. Mm -hmm. I did not feel like Shazam two had any like real, r real representation at all for anything other than like Zachary Levi, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most unemployed man of all time. <laughs> yeah, the uh, our famous anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. Oh God, he's a. Uh, did you see the thing about the tangled? tweet? Yes. <laughs> Pew pew. <laughs> pew 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 <laughs> entangled uh, yeah, hey, you know what would be funny you know, what, you know i met him if they cast me i met zachary levi did you yeah i haven't heard the story <laughs> <laughs> you did you met zachary levi i served him yeah yeah and has some girl he's on a date with and she paid and he's never served in his life oh not once he kind of served in chuck a little bit Oh, yeah, he was not Chuck. Yeah, he was kind of sweet in Chuck. We all liked him back then. Yeah, before he was weird. He got roided up, lost his job. Of course you paid. He's never made a dime in his him life. Versus, him versus The Rock beef was the funniest thing, I think. So funny. So funny. 
But um, that was the Beetle. I recommend everybody go see this in theaters now. We talked about this. We're going to own it. We, yeah, I'm going to buy it. I want, I want a physical copy. I will buy the Blu-ray steelbook if they release one. <laughs> if they do, I will buy it. I um, loved it. I'll I had so much fun. I was, it's like one of my, I think one of my new favorite like comfort movies, I think. Yeah, and if it, when it comes down to superhero movies, I people would say, oh, The Suicide Squad, good movie. I don't really count that as much. Or they'd say, you know, uh, oh, Black Panther 1 or 2, you know, whatever. But I think this is the best superhero movie I've seen better than those since um, Thor Ragnarok. And it's not as serious as, like, the Black Panther movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I remember the Black Black Panther 2 especially was really full of heart, very serious. It had a lot of, like, the story behind that, yeah. It did, but that third act was just ass and I just didn't care at the end of it. And I think this, this movie isn't, it feels lighter. It feels smaller. It was fantastic. It's great. I will say DC loves to strip mm-hmm. their male stars naked. They do more than Marvel does. We didn't sure. see a ton, but we saw well, enough. I guess Marvel does too, because secretly superhero fanboys are all in the closet. We know this. Yeah. It's you. true. Yeah. Um, we all we we look at Chris Hemsworth in Thor, and we go, "Oh, I want to look like him." But what you're what you're actually thinking is, "I want him inside of me." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay, weirdo. What weirdo? Um, bro, he shaped that note, so nicely. <laughs> I'm keeping that in, by the way. <laughs> Valid. Um, so that was basically Stardust. 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 I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. And I want to be honest with Elizabeth, who's probably not listening to this. Was not excited to watch this. I'd seen it before. I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. And I've also seen other Matthew Vaughn stuff. And I think Matthew Vaughn kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I think he's like a, a less stylistically unique version of Guy Ritchie. Who, you know how I feel about that. Yeah. And Guy Ritchie to me is like Baz Luhrmann in that it's like, I appreciate that he has his own style. It's mm-hmm. really unique. It's recognizable right away. Not for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it much. No, that's fine. And I, I don't. I don't fault him for that. I just don't like him. That's um, fine. I still haven't seen the Covenant. I'm gonna watch it. Okay, which is the Covenant. That's how I. That's how I am with everything, food especially. If I don't like something, it doesn't mean I'm never gonna eat it again or watch it again. I'm gonna keep trying it until I do like it. And if I never do, then that's fine. I'm going to watch every Guy Ritchie movie that comes out until I like it, you know? That's fair. And that's until fair. I find one I like, because that's how I want to be fair. Stardust, you know? Stardust um, was... To be fair, fun. I will I will, I will, will um, agree with you. I wasn't excited for Stardust. Elizabeth mm-hmm. did this movie, and I said, oh, hopefully we don't get this first. Yeah, and we did. And it's the first and we, we got. gave each other a look when we got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised, and this was probably one of the most enjoyable movies I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. It was funny. It was whimsical. It was magical. Bits. bits. A lot of stuff. And I, well, I've heard of this movie before. I had never seen it. Um, and I've seen a lot of Matthew Vaughn's other stuff. I've seen the Kingston mm-hmm. movies. I've seen X-Men right. First Class. I've seen Layer Cake. Right. Um, so, like, I've seen a bunch of his stuff. Right. But I, I honestly couldn't tell you he directed this because I don't know his style. Like, personally. It didn't really feel like him. There were some parts, um, the third act especially, there were some really, it felt like uh, more similar. To, did you see The King's Man? The newer one. Yeah. No. It felt I similar to, to that at some parts where it has some really good physical 
bits. There's a lot of physicality that Matthew Vaughn brings, which is nice. Um, I like that. Uh, some practical effects, which are cool. Uh, the King's Man is a movie that the the plot and everything about it sucks, mm-hmm. but the action scenes are so riveting. And that's true of all of the Kingsman stuff, but especially that movie. You've got this really awesome part in World War One that is just. If you've seen it, you know the scene. I'm I think it's. About. I think it's nice that it takes the spin on like mm-hmm. history. Yeah, like everyone was kind of. A, I do want to watch it. It's uh, it's really it's it's incredibly shockingly no he's not just kidding it's shockingly stupid it's Harris Dickinson that's what it is it's such a stupid movie it's like bafflingly stupid but it's fun and it's cool and I will say that Matthew Vaughn does make fun movies he does they can be stupid movies they tend to they tend to lean towards fascism in in slight ways small ways and you know I've never seen Kick Ass uh you haven't no no I've never seen it. Another great Mark Strong role. Uh, Kick-Ass is interesting because the first two acts adapt the comics better than the comic is. But then the third act is just a fucking, like, chaotic mess. It's just so bad. How does this sound? Argyle. Matthew Vaughn, mm-hmm. 2024. Henry Sounds Cavill. Good. Henry Cavill. Uh, it's got... Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Sam... Rockwell. Rockwell. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Dua Lipa's in this one. Dolipa love. I love we love Henry Cavill. We are we're we are sluts. We are. Cavill. He was in Stardust. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was gay a little bit towards the yeah, end. Yeah, he uh he was being seduced by Robert De Niro, who plays a transvestite. Is that can you say that? I don't it think means so. He was a cross dresser, I think. Right. Drag, drag queen queen S. Because he wasn't he was he was a queer character. He was queer, queer coded. Um, he wasn't explicit, he was a queer coded character. Yeah. And uh they call him a whoopsie, which is crazy um bring that term back it was it was su- <laughs> it was just such a, bring that term back. it was such a fun movie it had a lot of heart a great adaptation um it's a neil gaiman adaptation i haven't read the book but it felt like a neil gaiman story it does i feel like a lot of his mm-hmm. take place in like popular other like worlds i think the highlights what we talked about not so much the visuals as the ideas the concepts yes there were tons of bits, really funny little side gags, a lot of great faces, people making faces into the camera that are funny. Yeah. Uh, you have um, really cool action concepts, especially at the end. The end, end. was real. You've got the voodoo doll drowning, so the cool. guy floating, you've the got glass the mirrors breaking. exploding. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, it was very funny. I cared about the story, you know? And really I will say good. every what I will say is every mm-hmm. actor completely committed oh, yes. to this movie. They were having in this fun. Role. They had fun. We talked about that. And I think that's mm-hmm. uh, you can you can tell mm-hmm. across like the movie and the screen mm-hmm. that they were having fun with it because they made us laugh. Mm-hmm. They made us care. Like Michelle Pfeiffer being mm-hmm. the hot, sexy, evil old oh, witch. Yeah. She yes. was great. But she yeah, and she's she, sexy at the beginning. And then she got oh god, she was. They made her so gross. The makeup team. And I the, and the I love I love when like. Pretty women go gross. It could tarnish her image. Yeah, by, since she's like, and especially in like the early two thousands when like image was everything. Image was everything. And I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer was like kind of she would disappear because mm-hmm. after Batman, and mm-hmm. she came back and she kind of just kind of just floated. Yeah. for a while, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, that she completely committed, and I, I love. This her is for a movie that. that no one's seen. Like no one saw this, which is sad because it really deserved. <laughs> A lot more love. I will say, if I had one critique of it, one critique, it would be that 
I know Neil Gaiman. I know the kinds of worlds that he creates. Mm-hmm. I haven't read Stardust specifically, but he creates these worlds full of stuff. And there's there's blips of that here. There's lightning catching pirates who sell lightning and steal it. That was it. so cool. Yeah, they hint at like this expanded world. And the first like little bit of the movie, I'm like, oh, this kind of feels like Dark Crystal in a way. You've got like a really interesting world to explore here. And they really don't. Yeah. You get two or three actual set pieces and places to kind of latch on to. And I didn't really feel connected to Stormhold much. And I really didn't feel like it was that different from just a, uh, it was, it was represented yeah. as a traditional medieval high fantasy yeah. town. Yeah. 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 Rather than having like, you know, more creatures or, or places or ideas. Yeah. Like, it just felt very, mm-hmm. very like n- not super sci-fi. I think that was uh, for maybe, like fantasy. Yeah. High fantasy. Yeah. Um, I think that was for time, probably budget, budget. What do you adapt? What's the important? I will say that I did like how um, they did shoot on location in Iceland and Scotland, mm-hmm. and you could really tell. Beautiful, um, like the like the like the ending the ending mm-hmm. final battle and that little castle area with the waterfall in the background. Oh yeah, I think that was um, very nice. And oh, like yeah. um, when they go to remember when Mark Strong goes to Iceland and rolls the the, the runes. Yes. And that was shot in Iceland. That was. Um, yes. Yeah. I've read it. They, they only shot in Iceland for a couple of days. So they wanted to do more, but they couldn't get everybody over there. Um, that sucks. Because Iceland's gorgeous. But that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was a cool shot, too. It was. We did talk about it, though. It's like. Are you a spy for my brother? It was cool. It was so over the top. <laughs> the slow motion. And if you like that, you'll love The Kingsman. It is you very. It's it. very. What's that word? I don't know. Schlocky? I didn't feel it was shocking. No. That's not the word you look for. Mm-mm. Stupid. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll think about it. Uh, sappy. Oh, anyway. Sappy. Like you're talking about the romance? It was sappy, but it's not what I was looking for. Monkish. Um, I don't know if that is. I will say, like, <laughs> the whole star being a human and her falling in love. Mm-hmm. and Interesting. It was interesting. It Claire was Danes cute. Was, Claire Danes was, a, was good. I it liked was Claire Danes sweet. a lot. The ending was like... The the third act was awesome. I'll say the end. It got very end. formulaic towards like the whole yes. running to tell. Yes. It's like he went to go find Victoria to tell her she found it. Yeah. And there's parts where it's like, why would that character do that? That doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Especially after all the character mm-hmm. goes we had. Yeah. Um, the fucking transfer, the makeover he got. <laughs> yeah, that part was awesome because he did look so much better after. The long hair was so the funny. Long hair looked <laughs> the long, long hair. Yeah, there's a, the movie never quite takes itself seriously, which yeah. is good. I like that about it. Um, and I think I think my favorite bit in the whole movie, just ongoing, is the seven brothers. They're that so was funny. So funny as the ghosts and like the the faces they make, the things they say. The it's so funny just from the get go when the the guy looks out the window he's like, what do you see, a kingdom? What else? My kingdom? <laughs> Maybe. Gets pushed out the window. Push him out the fucking window. Oh my god, was that was damn. really funny. I did like the ghost bits because they were funny. Every time someone would die, they would like, Ooh. yeah, they'd be like, Ooh. and they they keep the and like, their names were all after numbers. Yeah, Primus, Septimus, Second, Secundus. Yeah. And in Mark Strong's Septimus was an interesting character because he's bad. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he didn't really. He just wanted to become a king. 
To be fair, they didn't know that was, they had another brother or like, yeah, a, uh, like a bloodline. They set him up as kind of a villain through the whole movie where he's just killing people to get what he wants. And it's implied that he's going to kill the, the star as well. Um, or at least use her for everlasting life and then take the ruby. So he's like, I've got two birds, one stone, basically. But then in the third act, they make him seem like he's fine and going to help and isn't actually going to do anything bad. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like he's, like, deceiving them. Like, it just seems like he's like, okay, we have to work together or else we won't survive. And then he just gets abandoned and left to fucking die. And it's kind of played in a weird way where I was like, why aren't they helping him? Because they don't know that he's, like, a bad guy. Yeah. They haven't seen him until this point. And they're just letting him fucking drown in air, which was so cool. That was a, that was a very cool, yeah. cool shot. And you can see like, the water reflection from oh, yeah. like, the actual pond. That the, yeah, the they definitely like, shot it underwater mm-hmm. and either CG'd in the background or CG'd him, like composited him into the foreground. It was shot on film. Yeah, so we saw it in the credits. Yeah, it didn't look like it. That song? <laughs> the ending credits? Yeah, that was not great. Oh my god! It was a fun movie. It was it light. It was fun. Very it's very, it's very uh, of its time. Very yeah. 2007 sci-fi. There's some good sword fighting stuff. Um, in yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And a very, it's funny because when you go back and watch something like this, mm-hmm. I've never seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go back and watch it, and you see Charlie Cox, who's now Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, you see, um, like Pete, like Mark Strong, who's become more, mm-hmm. I think, more well known. Oh yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's As back in the limelight. Robert De Niro never really changed. Uh, right. You have uh, what's his name? Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Who is more Henry Cavill, who's Superman. Henry Cavill. Yeah, so, Henry Cavill in that small bit role is like the foppish, sucky guy. I mean, he he's gone on to become Henry Cavill. Like that's yeah. crazy to think about. Yeah, so like it's it's fun to go back to these movies mm-hmm. where they had smaller roles and see where mm-hmm. they are now because like it's just, it's just fun to me. Ben I, Barnes. I love it. Ben Barnes. Yeah. Who he was in the Punisher. He, yeah. He was in Narnia. That's where I know him from. He was in Westworld. Westworld? He was sexy in Westworld. He's always sexy. He's, he's, he's one of the sexiest people alive. He was in Cabinet of Curiosities. I he did was, not like he was. His, his, his episode. Segment. I didn't like most of the segments. I liked the in first. In retrospect. The first one was awesome. One. The second one was pretty good, too. What uh, was the second one again? The cadaver. The rats. Was it the rat or the or the, the autopsy? The, the autopsy. The autopsy was great. Was I love the, the autopsy with um, the lot thirty six. The autopsy. Mm-hmm. The rat one was okay. Although F. Murray Abrams. Ooh, right? Didn't he like just get me too? Really bad. Like, didn't he? Isn't he like a horrible rapist? I don't know. I, I heard on like myth, mythic quest or whatever, he did some horrible shit. F. Murray. I think he's like untouchable right now. Mm. Yeah, it said Ephraim Air was kicked off at Myth Quest for sexual misconduct. Oh my god. It happens to the ones that any anyone you love. If you love someone, they Especially will Especially the older terrible. because they don't they don't really care. Yeah. Him and Amadeus. Him and Scarface. Grand Budapest Hotel. He went to he went to El Paso and Austin colleges. I hate when talented people are fucking ugh. Die already. Just die. He's eighty. Eighty three. So he'll die soon. Thank God. Um, But yeah, no, it was a fun movie. Like I think that I had a good time. This is what I kind of this is what I kind of hoping for this roulette. 
Yeah. Is to be pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. And yeah. I'm sure we'll have some duds. Like, I'm, that's not like, it's, uh, yeah. things are going to be like, preference things. Taste so. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> you move on to the next round. You get to pick a movie for that next <laughs> <Yeah>. round. <laughs> Honestly, that could be fun. Be kind of like fun. a survivor. We get a pick. But she would hate that. She's, she uh, didn't want to pick at all. Elizabeth, you're eliminated because you don't, you don't work for us anymore. Yeah. So true. you're disqualified by default. But thanks so for this movie. Fun, though. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, so sad I, that I kind of want to own it because I, I think this would, a, it. this would be a fun little background movie. It is a background movie. Mm-hmm. I would, if it was like three, four dollars, I'd pick it up. Yeah, even five, maybe, yeah. and just rewatch it once every couple of years. I feel like it's a good laundry movie. That's a laundry ass movie. You're you know so what I mean? right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You tune in, and you go. Oh, I gotta I make a list, Dark. a laundry movie list. Dark Crystal is a good laundry movie. I've never seen Dark Crystal. I have it on DVD. I'll I'm watch it. it. Special features, everything. Ooh, I love the Dark Crystal. I know. I've wanted to watch it, but I, oh god, I think it's I, so I think I cool. When I was a kid or something like that. Fuck, dude, I love Dark Crystal. Fuck. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically all that's I got basically to talk it. about today. Stardust was wasn't really a lot to deep dive into. It's just a fun mm-hmm. fantasy movie. Oh yeah. To There's be fair, a lot we kind of procrast- we were gonna do more research. We procrastinated till today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I like this. I, I feel like if we do too much of a deep dive like if we go behind the scenes and blah 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 I mean I think that's fun if we really feel compelled to do it for this movie I really didn't feel like I needed I didn't to feel, I don't feel to be fair I wasn't really like scenes. feeling this movie yeah <laughs> to when we picked it yeah I but, was not excited but now I kind of want to know more and now I want to I do yeah yeah and I would rewatch it I'd seen it before yeah uh, when I was like 14 and it's crazy I, you're 26 now what <laughs> I'm 23 bro no I'm not I'm 22 <laughs> I don't even know how old I am but. Um, do you want to do an intro outro? We gotta roll for the next roulette. Oh, we do. <laughs> Fun. Okay, so now okay, we're let me pull on up for the next number generator. Roulette. Or do you want me to pull up the list and you pull up the generator? You can do the generator if you want. All right, I have the list. Number generator. Okay, I'm gonna. If we get Logan, I'll just delete it. <laughs> One through twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. What number did you roll? Generate. 17. I don't know. I don't have the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did okay, it go? go? Oh. No. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay. 17. Oh, this is going to be fun. We picked Garden State. I've never seen Garden from State. From Noah. I've never seen Me Garden neither. State. Uh, I've, I've, it's always been one that I've like, you know, thought about watching. Zach Braff, right? Yeah. Garden Natalie Portman. State. Is this the one where he's, um, it's like, like funeral. He goes to his hometown for his mom. Isn't it the one where it's like, wait, girls can listen to the Smiths too. It is this one. She says, I love the Smiths. He's like, what? She's like, I said I love this myth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I have been wanting to see this one for a while. Me too. I think Zach Braff is an amazing, like, like, bad actor. <laughs> and I think that, well, this movie is, like, very, it's a, this movie is a very big cult classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like yeah. people in our generation, like, flock to this movie because it's very of the time. When I never saw a good person, I wanted to. I heard it was fucking depressing. Yeah. I mean, that's Zach Braff. I feel like he's a pretty good writer. People people love to hate on him. I think that's valid. I think it's deserved because he's like he's just kind of sucks. I, I his punked has not aged well. I always see that brought up anytime that he's in headlines. Um, he like is about to attack a child, um, which is cool. 
But if you go to any punked episode, none of them yeah. have aged well. I mean, there's Jonah Hill, like, t- like with underage women, like, trying okay. to have sex with them and it's played for jokes or whatever. Disgusting. Justin Long. One thing I want to say about, like, early oh. 2000s for humor, or mm-hmm. early 2000s humor, it's very rapey. Yes, it's very is, rapey. I feel like consent was never really taken no. for serious yeah. in the early 2000s. Taken yeah. for serious. Ta- I know what you Put mean. Put me to sleep. I know what you mean. Well, you haven't slept. That's your problem. <laughs> we should wrap this up. Garden State. Next Garden week, State. Garden State. I cannot wait. I need to tell Noah about this movie. We'll let Noah know. Um, I'm sure he'll be excited. I'm very excited. We can even watch it. Noah has great taste. Yeah. <gasps> we can't ask Should him we watch it? We hate it. Make fun of it the whole time. I would. He would probably kill himself. I would feel really sad to make fun so of Noah. Noah's the sweetest guy in the world. That. I love Noah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for our deep dive on Stardust and our continuation of our album roulette if, mm-hmm. if they're all like this i'm very excited for uh, what's yeah. gonna happen because this I has been a lot you, of fun i think garden state is gonna touch me in a way because i am secretly a white man secretly who is you know semi narcissistic you know uh, alternative whatever <laughs> I love the mumblecore scene. I know that this is like a staple of like mumblecore in a way. I like mumblecore. It's understated. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yes. It's like an early mumblecore. Give me core. that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's anything like Drinking Buddies or like, you know, any of these things, yeah. I'm going to love it. I'm going to have fun. And the cast looks great. So mm-hmm. I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited. So let's make it happen. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. We'll deep dive on Garden State. Garden State. And whatever else we've watched. Which we'll probably watch movies after this. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie after this. We'll watch a couple movies today. Two, yeah. Perfect Blue. Never seen. Oh, love. Five-star movie for me, personally. Never seen. Very excited. It's and crazy when you watch that movie and see mm-hmm. how much inspiration other people drew from it and how much, yeah. like, all his movies. All of Satoshi Kon, yeah. Like, he's a genius, and I need these. I've not seen a single one. You, once you're you going to watch. I know, and I love perfect animation. Perfect Blue is the perfect, is the perfect introductory, I mm-hmm. think, to Satoshi You know why I haven't seen this one? Because for the past three years, I've been, like, almost watching it with other people. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, let's watch it together, or let's yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it on the big screen, or let's Right, this is happening today, so hopefully it, it has happened today. If it doesn't, then it's it's a continually cursed, cursed. movie. It's cursed. <laughs> I'm never going to see a Satoshi Kon. Um... Okay, cool. Perfect. Now for an intro. Bye.